With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sean Phillips and Ariel Cortland had a tumultuous relationship. They had one daughter together, but when Ariel became pregnant with their second child, Sean was not willing to take care of her. He encouraged Ariel to get an abortion, but she refused. Then, he begged her to put the baby up for adoption, and despite considering it initially, she eventually chose not to take that option. After that, he started claiming that the baby wasn't his, but once the baby, named Kate, was born, Ariel began the process of legally listing Sean as her father. On June 29, 2011, Ariel believed Sean was taking her and the baby to the hospital for a paternity test, but instead he drove her to the Department of Health and Human Services and begged her to put the baby up for adoption. When Ariel continued to refuse, Sean agreed to take them to the hospital, but since Ariel had forgotten the baby's stroller, they went back to her apartment first. Ariel ran inside and grabbed the stroller, but when she returned back outside, Sean was gone. She never saw baby Kate again. This is Monsters. Sean Phillips and Ariel Cortland started dating in 2006 when they were just teenagers. Only a year later, on September 9, 2007, Ariel gave birth to her first daughter, Haley. Ariel was 15 years old and Sean was 17. Becoming a parent young caused a great deal of stress and Sean and Ariel's relationship had its share of ups and downs. When Ariel got pregnant with Haley, Sean didn't seem to have a problem with it. He was there for the birth, and his name was put on the birth certificate. Ariel herself had a rough childhood and was in foster care when Haley was born. Ariel had custody of Haley while living with her foster family. They were in a relationship after the birth of their daughter, but eventually they became on again, off again. During the off-again times, Sean would come pick up Haley and take her for the day, but it often ended up in an argument with Sean refusing to bring the child back. Almost a year after Haley was born, Sean returned from a military deployment and he wanted to get his rights for Haley. The couple went to court and Sean was awarded custody. He was the custodial parent for about a year and a half. Then, Ariel got her own place and since she had a stable job, she took Sean back to court and the judge awarded them joint custody. 
For a while, they shared custody successfully while they were getting along, but any time their relationship was on the rocks, Haley became a weapon that one partner would use to get back at the other. It wasn't uncommon for the police to have to get involved. Despite the rocky nature of their relationship, they still went back to each other for sex and eventually, in May of 2010, Ariel found out she was pregnant. This time, Sean was not happy about the pregnancy and not wanting to initially accept the reality, so he asked her to confirm the pregnancy. When she told Sean that she was in fact pregnant, he got upset. He told her that he didn't think they could handle another child and they should talk about their options. He eventually said that she was trying to ruin his life. Unless she forced his penis inside of her, there's no way that could be possible. He willingly had sex with her and one of the possible outcomes of sex is a child. Instead of being an adult and accepting that he was partially responsible for their current situation, he started putting all of the blame onto Ariel. Sean was set to deploy in August of 2011 and he didn't want to tell his parents because he didn't think they would agree with the couple having another child. He suggested an abortion, but she was against the idea. After some pressure, he was initially able to convince her to get an abortion and she took about $60 from him to go toward the procedure. Ariel couldn't go through with it, so she ended up using the money to buy some items for the baby. Once the time frame for an abortion had passed, Sean moved on to suggesting they put the baby up for adoption. They argued about it because she didn't really want to, but he didn't think they would be able to afford the new baby. She understood, but struggled with the idea of adoption because she didn't want to give the baby away. They went to Grand Rapids, Michigan twice to look into the adoption option, but Ariel finally told Sean that she wasn't going to put the baby up for adoption. Her decision was final. She was keeping the baby. After that, Sean would use Haley against her and not let her see her daughter as punishment. It was a terrible situation, not only for Ariel, but for their daughter as well. Eventually, Ariel told Sean's parents about the pregnancy, but they had their doubts. By that point, since Sean wasn't able to convince Ariel to put the baby up for adoption, he had started denying that he was even the father. When Ariel sent out birth announcements, Sean was angry that his name was on them and he didn't want Ariel to put the baby on his insurance. Catherine Shelby Elizabeth Phillips was born on February 12, 2011 in Ludington, Michigan. On June 29, 2011, Sean had gone to the doctor and taken blood for a paternity test. He then went and picked up Ariel and Kate to go to the doctor to complete the test, but instead, he took them all to the Department of Health and Human Services and tried to pressure Ariel into giving Kate up for adoption. They argued in the car, with the mother still refusing to give her child up. Sean relented and said he would go to the doctor, but Ariel realized she forgot to grab Kate's stroller, so they all returned to Ariel's apartment. She ran back inside and grabbed the stroller, but when she came back out, Sean was gone. She spent hours trying to call him so she could beg him to bring their daughter back, but he had turned his phone off. She eventually called the police and reported the baby kidnapped. The police first checked Sean's parents' house, where he had been living, and he was there, but Kate was nowhere to be found. He told the police that he had left the baby with Ariel, but when they searched him, he had the baby's clothes in his pocket. When they searched his car, they found the car seat, a diaper bag, and a dirty diaper in the trunk. Sean was arrested and charged with kidnapping and false imprisonment. 
he was convicted of false imprisonment and sentenced to 10 to 15 years in prison, but there was still no sign of Kate. He eventually told authorities that he had given the baby to someone who had put her up for adoption, but that can never be confirmed. While in prison serving his sentence for false imprisonment, an unmailed letter was found on him that he had written to Ariel. In it, he wrote that he had accidentally killed Kate. He claimed that he was trying to adjust his seat and the car seat was in the way. When he pulled the car seat out of the car, she wasn't strapped in, so she flew out and died. He claimed that he held her for a long time and then put her body in a peaceful place. He apologized for what he had done. And most notably, he said that he didn't remember where he put her body. Of course, because the place you put your dead child's body is so hard to remember. Authorities spent five years searching for baby Kate's remains, but never had any luck. In 2016, Sean was charged with her murder. By this point, a paternity test using DNA collected from the baby's belongings confirmed that Sean was in fact her father. I know, you're all shocked. It was also notable that his parents had conveniently repaired their relationship with Ariel. Of course, it could be because they were good people, but it seemed as though they may have had another motive. The day Ariel was scheduled to testify against Sean, she received a text message from his mother reminding her to put her nervousness and anger aside and to explain that Sean loved his girls and to make sure the jury knew that. If that's not witness tampering, I don't know what is. Sean was being tried for first-degree murder because it seemed that he had intentionally kidnapped the baby and murdered her, but there wasn't any evidence to prove that, so the jury was given the option to convict him of second-degree murder, and that's exactly what they did. In October of 2016, the jury acquitted Sean Phillips of first-degree murder and convicted him of the second-degree murder of his daughter. Sean was sentenced to 19 to 45 years in prison to be served concurrently with his current sentence for false imprisonment, which ultimately gave him a free pass on that conviction, because we all know concurrent sentencing is bullshit. If you're sentenced to serve time for a crime, you should have to serve that time, not get a reduced sentence because you committed multiple crimes. It makes no sense. Sean Phillips did everything in his power to try not to take responsibility for his second child, and when no amount of pressure would get Ariel to get rid of her, he took matters into his own hands. Like a true monster, he murdered a four-and-a-half-month-old infant in order to make his own life easier. If you're the victim of domestic abuse, please reach out to someone for help. Please talk to your local shelter or call the National Domestic Abuse Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233, or you can go to thehotline.org to chat with someone online. This website is set up so that, at any time, hitting the escape key twice will take you to a Google search page. That way, if your abuser is nearby, you won't get caught seeking help. If you're having feelings of harming yourself or someone else, or even just need someone to talk to, please contact your local mental health facility. Call 911 or call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline by simply dialing 988 in the United States. They're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and will talk to you about any mental health issue you may be facing. If you are a member of the LGBTQ community and suffering from discrimination, depression, or are in need of any support, please contact the LGBT National Hotline at 1-888-843-4564 or go to lgbthotline.org.
Thanks so much for letting me tell you this story. If you enjoyed it, subscribe on whatever platform you're on, hit like, rate us, or leave us a comment. You can check out our other show, Somewhere Sinister, on YouTube or anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to support the show, check out our merchandise at thisismonsters.com. The link is in the description. Thanks again, and be safe.